Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Christians in Rome, told them that the gospel, which is the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that the gospel was the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek or the Gentile. Well, I explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jew first. The Jewish Messiah has come to his chosen people, the Jewish people. And you need to understand the command, the contradiction, the compassion, the covenants, and the conflict that will surround the Jewish people and getting the gospel message to them. I have a five-part audio series on CD that will assist you in understanding the Jewish person and how we must be involved in getting the gospel message to them. This series is entitled, To the Jew First. If you'd like to get your copy of it, I'll tell you in just a moment the number you can call, a toll-free number, to make your order. This will assist you in understanding how to communicate the gospel message to the Jew as well as to the rest of the world. I'll give you that toll-free number to call in just a moment. But before I do that, let's take a moment and listen to the first in the series of To the Jew First. This is entitled, The Command. We'll be back in a moment after you listen to this portion of the message, and I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of the entire five-hour audio series on CD. Now, here's the message. But there's another reason. Go to the third chapter of the book of Romans in verse 2. Well, we'll start in verse 1 as well. This is so thrilling to me to realize he's used these precious people to bring me the word of God. Notice what it says, chapter 3, verse 1. What advantage then hath the Jew, or what profit is there of circumcision? Much every way, chiefly because they that, because that unto them are committed the oracles of God. You know what that says? God gave the word of God to me through the Jewish people. I have this word so that I can understand how to live life, so that I can understand what the future holds, so I can understand what my eternity future is going to be because of Jewish people. Some 40 Jewish men over 1,500 years wrote 66 books about one person, Jesus Christ, and all aspects of his life, his ministry, his provision for me are made known to me through this precious word of God. He chose the Jewish people. He had set the Jewish people aside. He, he gave them the word of God to receive it, to preserve it, and to transmit it to all the world. I can hold this book up because of the Jewish people. So I can know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I can have an eternity assured in the person of Jesus Christ as I gave my testimony at a moment ago, how at 11 he came to be my Savior in Miami, Florida. I can know he's my Savior. I can have his word to know what his mind is for me. But there's one other reason that we should go to the Jew first, and it's found in Romans chapter 11 and verse 1. Look at what it says. Romans chapter 11 and verse 1. Paul is dealing in Romans 9, 10, and 11 with the Jewish people. In chapter 9, it's Israel past. In chapter 10, it's Israel present. And in chapter 11, it's Israel future. In the course of his message or his letter written to the Roman people, he's talking about the Jew. 
and many at that time began to think that God had set the Jew aside, that there was no more purpose for the Jew. In fact, what is so thrilling to me that you would select a focus on winning Jewish people to Jesus Christ is the fact that you still believe God has a plan for the Jewish people. I could go in many churches and talk about the Jews having a future. They'd laugh me out of the church. They'd say, get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. God is finished with the Jew. The Christian now has those promises given to the Jew because they killed Jesus. Oh, many other mainline churches would say the same thing, have the same theology. It's called replacement theology. That God has replaced the Jew with the Christian today. Now that, I have to tell you, is a lie from out of the pit of hell. In fact, that was the philosophy of Adolf Hitler. And that's what caused him to kill all the Jews, six million of them. One third of all the Jews that were alive at that time were killed because he believed that God had replaced the Jew with the church for the purpose of moving his program along. Listen to me. If he has negated his promises to the Jew, I'm going to walk out of this platform, out the door, get in my car, drive back to my home, be with my family, and forget Christianity. Because if God can negate a promise to the Jew, how do I know he's going to be true to his promise to me, that he's given me eternal life? You see, I have to believe that he's going to be faithful to his commitment to the Jew so that I can know he is going to be faithful to his commitment to me about eternal life. And, and, and in the course of his discussion with the Romans, in Romans chapters 9, 10, and 11, he brains up, has God set aside the Jew? Look what he says. And I say then, hath God cast away his people? Notice his resounding answer down the corridors of time. God forbid he has not cast away the Jew. He has a plan for the Jew. But God has just kind of tweaked our desires and our heart to some extent to want to reach the Jew. To reach the Jew. I'm going to talk about when the real Jewish evangelism is going to take place. It's a contradiction in terms almost because where evangelism is going to take place, extermination is also going to take place as well. So it's a contradiction. We'll look at that tomorrow night. Uh, but God has tweaked within our heart a hunger, a desire to win Jewish people. I remember the first time I ever went to Israel was back in 1983. I was interviewed by Co-Israel, the national broadcasting company because I was the vice president for broadcasting company in New York City, and we were doing six hours of Orthodox Jewish programming and 18 hours of Christian programming. And I was there in Israel, and the lady finished interviewing me, and she looked at me, and she said, do you have heart problems? I said, no, I hope I don't. I, I pray I don't. She said, you will. I said, what do you mean? She said, when you leave here, your heart will yearn to come back. Indeed it did. I went home and told Judy we were going to Jerusalem. Now, that was 1983. I said, honey, we're going to Jerusalem. And my sweet little Judy said, what are we going to do when we get there? I said, I don't know. She said, you figure that out, and I'll tell you if we're going or not. <laughs> and eight years later, God worked on both of our hearts, and he opened the door for us to go out to Jerusalem. And uh, then you know the result after that. But God has just kind of tweaked in our heart something about these Jews. Why? 
because they are his chosen. One of the reasons we must go to them first in honor of them being the chosen ones. They were chosen. They were chosen to bring forth the Messiah. They were chosen to give us the word of God. They are chosen. How, how did God choose them? That's a great question. Glad you asked. Go back to the Bible in uh, Genesis, uh, excuse me, Deuteronomy chapter uh, 32. And let me show you what he did in his choosing of the Jewish people. He had a plan. He was working it out. And it's so interesting to see how it unfolds. And, and, you know, God is so systematic in his approach. 32nd chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. 32nd chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. God is going to choose the Jewish people, and he has a plan all in mind when he starts to do it. Notice what it says in verse 8. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 8. When the Most High, that's the Most High God, that's God himself, God the Father. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. In other words, there are nations in this world. I think the United Nations have it's about 187 different nations that is in that organization. There's some other nations, not small or large enough to be uh, involved in the United Nations. But uh, there's a number of nations, 200 plus nations in this world. When he decided how he was going to divide their inheritance, he did it according to the Jewish people. He knew who they were going to be. In fact, he devised the nations before the Jews actually ever came into existence. But God, being all-knowing, knew how it was going to happen, so he's putting his plan in place. He's going to divide the nations according to the Jewish people. Notice uh, what he used to choose the Jewish people. Chapter 7 of the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 7, and starting in verse 6. He gives us some information. I, I think it's important we have a biblical base to understand why we must go to the Jew first. So I'm endeavoring to try to get this information into your mind. I see some of you taking notes. I must bless you. That is a great idea to take notes because this is something you need to study through. You need to know why we must go to the Jew first. That's the verse that Pastor has chosen. That is what the focus is in this missions conference to go to the Jew first. So why should we do that? Well, number one, because they gave us Jesus Christ. Number two, because they gave us the word of God. Number three, because they're his chosen people and he chose them. Here's how he chose them. Look at verse six of chapter seven of Deuteronomy. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. God, by his sovereign selection, chooses these people above all people upon the face of the earth. Now, was it because they were the greatest in number? Well, the next verse. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any other people, for you the fewest of all the people. And so it wasn't because they were rich. It wasn't because they were going to be obedient. It wasn't because they were the most of all the peoples on the earth. He chose them... Next verse, verse 8. But because the Lord loved you, not because of any merit they brought to the table, not because of any promise of obedience, of honoring him, of serving him, because if you look at the 4,000 years of history for the Jewish people, they have been on again, off again, on again, off again, serving him. 
They've been under chastisement, under blessing. Under chastisement, under blessing. Serving him. Kind of sounds like me. On again, off again. On again, off again. Under chastisement, under blessing. Maybe it sounds like you. Oh, that's why he chose the Jew. Because he wanted to show the world a chosen people who were just like us, who needed a Savior. That's why I go to them first. They need a Savior as well. Oh, notice what he says in verse 8. Not because they were the greatest in number, not because they were going to be faithful and true and obedient, but because he loved them. He loved them. Oh, you can write above verse 8, grace, G-R-A-C-E, without any merit. He loved them and gave them that responsibility. Now, I can tell you this. Thing, I've talked to many, many Jews, and especially in the hard times they've been going through in the last 10 to 15 years. And you know what their statement is? Yeah, I realize we're the chosen people. I sure wish God would choose somebody else just for a little while, you know. Get off of us for a few days or so and let somebody else be the chosen people. But he chose them. He chose them because he loved them. You remember what I said in chapter 32 of Deuteronomy, verse 8? He chose them to be those upon which he would base the setting up of all the nations. You know how he brought the nations into existence? If you don't know, go back to Genesis chapter 10. Let me show you. Thank you for taking a moment to listen to this first part of a new five-hour audio series on CD entitled, To the Jew First. We would love for you to have your own copy. I explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jewish people. I talk about the Jewish Messiah, and I relate how God wants us to be involved in communicating the gospel to his chosen people. This series is entitled, To the Jew First. We want you to have your copy. Call this number, 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America. Our staff is standing by. They'll tell you how you can get your copy of the five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. It is essential we be involved in communicating the gospel not only to the Jew, but to every single person around the world. The only reason that the rapture of the church has not taken place and Jesus Christ shouting for us to come join him in the heavenlies is that he is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to the knowledge of the faith. If you would like to have your copy of To the Jew First, a five-hour audio series on CD, call this number right now. It's toll-free, and they'll tell you how you can attain your copy. That's 877-674-3298. And remember, that shout to call us to be with him in the heavenlies could happen today. So let's keep looking up until.